What's up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome back to the podcast. It's been not actually that long because we posted our last podcast so late that now this is not even late, and maybe we're even on schedule, one may say. So how's it going, Bashir? Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Was Thank that hectic? You. No, it was hectic, but very fair. Yes, we are late, but depending on when we post, I guess we're early. But I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's been a crazy couple weeks, I would say, for both of us. Definitely. Probably in different ways, but still definitely crazy is a great way to put it. And honestly, I'm assuming, and tell us in the comments if we're reaching here, I'm assuming it's been a crazy couple weeks for everyone listening too. Just we're going through a lot. Things are going up. Things are going down. But that's how it's been. Dang. Well, it has been crazy. Like, you went to tech. I don't know anything about that. How mm-hmm. was that? Oh, it's pretty that good. So we're recording this on, what's today, Monday? <laughs> Monday. This Monday hurts too, y'all. This Monday is ah, This Monday <laughs> is hurting my soul. He's taking one for the team. Yeah, but I went up to tech for the weekend just kind of on a whim. We were, I was driving to Zach's house Thursday night. It's probably 9 p.m. Yeah. And Fitz texts in this group chat, all my friends at tech, hey, long run Saturday. I'm like, okay. Like as a joke, I'm like, okay, they're all in Blacksburg. I'm like, okay, whatever. Then I'm like, wait, why not? Like, we're used to driving 26 hours, 10 hours in a day, yeah. three hours on a whim. I'm like, why don't I just do that now? So I went up to tech, had a long run, had a good time, went hiking, came back, and now ready to hit it. The only thing that really hurts is I have a crazy caffeine withdrawal withdrawal going on right now. Yeah. Like, really bad. Yeah. It's My caffeine intake has exponentially grown this whole month because yeah. of the trip. If you hang out with Zach too much, your caffeine directly, <laughs> your time with Zach, literally, it's a direct correlation. If I could draw a graph, it would be a crazy correlation. And I am like, at the top of that graph right now, I'm like, yeah. no, 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 chill. I need to come back down. I'm like, chill, let me come back down. So normally it doesn't take too long for me to get off the caffeine. Yeah. But I think today will be like a rough-ish day, and then tomorrow will be good. That's nice. Yes. But I know all y'all stayed at home, live well dropped. So, yes. Zach, t- tell me a little bit about the drop and everything. The so drop was cool. Bashir, or actually, Jake and I, I, I must have Bashir, I'm looking at you. Uh, Jake and I bagged all the orders before we even released them. And basically, we dropped them on the site. And that was on Friday. Mm. On Friday, we dropped them. And initially, we got a ton of orders, which was crazy. It was so cool to see because. Last time we dropped it, it was like a one-week window, and this time we have a mm-hmm. limited quantity. So like, it was just a different experience because we already had the products ready, we already had them there, we have them so we can ship them out. Like, it's oh, so uh-huh. set up. Like last time, I was like, oh, however many come in, we have to make. Like, we right. have to get them in and then make them. Now we have them in hand, and so it's just a different experience. And it was like a really big rush, and a lot of orders were running in, and like. Basically, like since then, we almost have sold out. We have a couple of larges and extra larges left. So if you want a shirt, then go to footballapparel.shop. Go grab that. Go grab that. Um, we just have a couple left, and like I'm kind of happy that we have those few left because I kind of wanted to have stock for at least like I did. Like it's cool to sell out instantly, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's special to have inventory. Yeah. And so you know the drop was exciting. Jake and I were like thrilled to see how it was going. I think it went exactly as we expected, and we had a hundred pieces, and we're just shy of selling out. So like, um, I was selling a hundred pieces in like 
four days isn't right. bad at all. Like, right. I mean, I'm not going to complain about Bro, that. Bro, and like you said, your friend said shirts were really hard to sell too. Yeah, and my good friend Max Reisinger, Reisinger I, I always fail to pronounce his name, but basically like I was talking to him when he did his job because he made like 100 shirts as well. And he had made like 100 hoodies and they sold out in like nine minutes. Mm, but he's, he's, Yeah. Crazy. Nine minutes. These must nine have been minutes. some crazy hoodies. Yes. I mean, they're great. Oh, Perspectopia, incredible shout out to Perspectopia. But like he said, his shirts like didn't sell out instantly. And I was like, why? And he was like kind of explaining to me that like there's not as much hype around a shirt. Mm. Like shirts are a little bit harder to move than like a hoodie or a sweatshirt because like a hoodie or a sweatshirt you could wear every day and a right. shirt you can wear one day and right. you have to wash it. And you really, so I like, really do find, it. like I bought that Salty Dog crew neck. Yeah. And it took me like 40 minutes in this store to figure out if I want to drop the $40 on it. Yeah. But once I bought it, it... It's so easy to get my money out of it. Yeah. Like, I, I bought this late March. I wore it almost every day for the first, like, I really wore yeah, this thing exactly. out. And I was like, after a month went by, I, I was literally like, oh, I got all my value out of this. Yeah. Like, anything now is definitely worth it. I was like, oh, this is worth $40. Shirts are different because you really different. have to, like. Love the shirt. Yeah, you can't pull up in the same shirt every day. Yeah. But I feel like back in high school, it was, like, easier to buy cool shirts because, like, I don't know. I feel like I didn't wear hoodies and like crew neck right, stuff right. in high school 100 percent. because you're indoors so it's like no, a little bit it's, it's a bit weirder to like be always like in your hoodie yeah. and pants like you're in a 70 degree building facts. why do you need a hoodie <laughs> so like wait this is such facts yeah exactly actually. like i loved wearing them every now and then but like it just wasn't as practical mm-hmm. as now like nowadays like you're always outside somewhere mm-hmm. you're walking between mm-hmm. classes like all this stuff right so, like there's a lot and more. like you know at least for me i'm on the college budget like we can't have the ac up too high yeah so like, <laughs> like sometimes you have to the house up. is kind of cold <laughs> wait zach that's actually a great point yeah i wear hoodies sweatshirts jackets so much more now yeah because in high school you actually didn't even need to wear it ever yeah because i could just get in my car at home yeah. go to school run to class like i've just run into the building and not worn anything yeah. Now, like, I'm cold everywhere. <laughs> like, they don't they don't warm up the outside, and I know Mother Nature does not warm up the... Flip that. Flip, yeah, flip what I just said. Flip what I just yeah. said. It'll make more sense. But that's... Fa- I've been wondering why I love crew neck so much yeah. nowadays. It's because I wear them all the time. Okay. No, definitely. Thank definitely. you. Thank you. You're Zach, welcome. the expert on clothing. Yeah. But Max, like, kind of opened my eyes to the idea of, like, shirts might not sell so fast. But I think shirts are just really cool. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's, like, a really interesting medium, and, like... This time we kind of did something different than last drop. Like we screen printed on it. We got custom tags done and we got a hem tag. So like it was really like a different experience and like it just felt really cool to experience it. And I don't know like what else to really say about it, but it was just, it was fulfilling. Fire. It's been fulfilling. Fire. And like excited for what's to come. There's more coming. In my personal unbiased opinion, I'm, I actually, I like the shirts. Yeah. Like I really do. Yeah. And I'm really not capping because normally I don't like white shirts. Yes. And you know, I'm not too much of the flower pattern, per- flower pattern person. Yeah. But on your shirt specifically, and I'm not even uh, like I bet listeners are like, oh, you like I'm just trying to gas yeah, right yeah. now. No, if I didn't like them, I just wouldn't have said anything. I wouldn't have just lied. Yeah, there, it's actually a fire shirt. Like it's <laughs> opened my mind up to wearing white shirts, and you know the flowers do go hard with a good fit. See, it's actually crazy because before we dropped them, like before we got them, I guess. Bashir was like, yeah, I, I'm not going to need one. Like, yeah. I don't wear flowers. I Like, I'm, like even though it's Zach and Jake, like, those, I love those guys. I'm not going to cap to them. Yeah. Because it's not, I don't find it, like, I'm just one person. Yeah. That I, if I'm like, yo, I don't like it. I don't yeah. think that's a bad thing. It just means I don't like it. Yeah, I didn't even, like, put Bashir on the list to get, like, a free one. Yeah. And like, so, like, whatever. when he was wearing it, I was like, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he, like, loved me, fell in love with yeah. it. I was like, I was like, that's crazy. Because <laughs> the, the, can I say it's a comfort color? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 
the comfort color quality is like it's it's heat yeah it's heat heat yeah I, I like as much as I'm like yeah I like crew necks X Y and Z I think a shirt is important yeah like I I actually the foundational drop, base layer I drop most of my money is actually spent on shirts surprisingly yeah, that's crazy I spend like at least I'll buy a crew neck once or twice a year because yeah. it's just you, you wear, wear it so, so much, you times, yeah. right? But you can always have room for a shirt, so yeah. it's hard for me to pass up a shirt. I'm a big shirt dude, yeah. So like, I'm banging with this one heavily. Definitely. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And since you guys listen to the podcast, you guys get the secrets. You know, you get the tea what of our, the tea? our business. You know, what is but the like tea? the tea is that Bashir said it, but like that they are printed on comfort color shirts. Mm. So you know, we've been using comfort colors for the hoodie, and then now the shirt, mm-hmm. and they're just like incredible quality blanks, as we call them, and it's basically just a blank shirt that we then put our brand on right. top of. And it's crazy because like a lot of you may not realize this, but many of your favorite shirts are probably just built on somebody's blog. They're all just the same They're shirt. They're all just the same shirt. So like, it's actually really interesting because like sometimes I'll go into stores, like we were in Target one day. Mm-hmm. I looked inside this one shirt and I was like, I bet you this private labeled. And I like looked back into this like one way to be able to tell basically. And I was like, oh my gosh, even these Target shirts are just like printed on a yeah. blank and i was like i think i know what this blank is and i was like that's weird yeah that's weird that's very weird yeah but it's kind of crazy it's I really mean, interesting but honestly we're from richmond which is in virginia which is yeah. in the southern eastern portion of the united states <laughs> so can you expect us to have blanks that aren't comfort colors to be yeah. honest I right mean, right this is the hotbed of comfort color social <laughs> like you know we yeah. gotta rep the rep the area so. rep the area <laughs> literally but that's been very exciting i know at least from my perspective to see you guys dropping it thank you if people don't know i'm not in the this is not my business it's zach yeah, and jake's yeah. business i'm just a friend but yeah. it like it's very cool to me to see them do all this stuff Definitely. and it's also fun to not have to do all this stuff personally <laughs> but then i don't get any of the revenue so you know that's how it works <laughs> it's a give or take it's a give or take but also, like, I feel like one other big thing that's been kind of happening is that you've been running a lot. Yes. And I've been running a lot. Yes. On the trip, we were running a lot. Mm-hmm. And then now are you running? Like, what's your update on running? Yeah. Kind of what's your update on school, too? Because you might be going bad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about it. So anyone who doesn't know to catch you up, basically, I've been training. I trained, like, when they canceled everything in March and April. I trained till June. Took like some a break. I talked to my coach, and now I'm basically back at it, and we're going to school. The only thing interesting about school is, so they said it's gonna be half and last time I checked, they said for it's, Virginia Tech, for Virginia Tech specifically, very specifically, it's half and half online, like in person. So I'm thinking that they're gonna try and keep classrooms at like a certain capacity. Yeah, and like. And they assume like 50% people right. won't show up anyways. It's like, in fact, <laughs> it's just going to be 25% honestly, capacity. Like they're probably going to do like how in kindergarten you, you, you count off one, two, three, four. One's go over there. I think they'll do something like that. One's go on Tuesday. Two's go on. What they yeah. should do is just make every class at 7 a.m. And that boy will be at 8% capacity every time. Like, no one is going. But that's a plan for school. And then running wise, like the NCAA has said everything is a go. It is a given that like cases are going up right now. I don't know if people know that, but you should like they're yeah. going they're skyrocketing the curve actually. It's not flat. They're skyrocketing. Yeah. Like so it's very subject to change. I don't know if they will. But we're going back for training. I have to basically go back the third of August. And that's kinda early considering school starts the twenty fourth. But it's because I have to get tested. Like the whole team has to get yeah. tested before we can train or anything. So we have to go in super early and not quarantine, but they're gonna test us twice before we can even start training. So they kind of like, the summer actually, like when we were coming back from the trip, I was like, oh, I wish it was towards the end of summer. The summer got super compressed, super fast. Like, <laughs> yeah, it became really short when you lost all of August. Right, right. And you're going back. Yeah. 
So like for both of us to kind of yeah, compress, kind of at the same time because like right. it's kind of convenient because like everybody's going back earlier and like I decided to get a place in LA and big, so big step, big, big step, step, big step. But I was like July, I, I can't do that. That's too soon. But like I can't be in Virginia for like two three months. Like, that might be too much. You just can't to wait over, it out. Yeah, you'd, you'd rather understay than overstay. Exactly. exactly. That's that's it's, actually a possible. It's a better way to mm-hmm. feel that like you yeah. want more instead of having too much. Facts. And so like. You know, it was, like, so convenient that you guys are going back. Because, like, I, I don't mind, like, leaving, like, a week or two into August or, like, a week or two before August. Like, it's kind of either way because, like, um, I feel like the lease is kind of a sunk cost. So, if, mm-hmm. I, even, if I spend even one day in mm-hmm. there, like, it's, like, oh, it's, like, kind of worth mm-hmm. it. Like, I mean, of right. course, it's not technically worth it. But, I mean, But you have to buy the leases for months. Like, yeah, I don't know so, if people would know that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And if you didn't know, like, usually, like, your lease is for, like, a whole year yeah. or six months. And, like... In this case, actually, for August at least, it's gonna be on a month-to-month basis. Mm-hmm. Just because like Drew already has a place, it's already set, it's already month-to-month because he's already gotten through the year, um, so we can move out anytime. But like, we need to get there so then we can find the place while the markets are still down. Right. Because like the housing markets in LA, this is just a huge tangent, but they're just like at this peak point where it's kind of like baseline LA po- like prices. Right. Where it's like great because you can get in for a year at these great prices and it's just a really interesting opportunity yeah because like sometimes those prices and i don't know i don't know if you guys know but like zach doesn't make a crazy amount he only makes like two or three million per (laughs) video so which is not enough to sustain i don't know what bro that's like don't be feel but like two to three million per video which is not that much to sustain sustain the la lifestyle so you got to get in right now because when you're spending like a million a month on right on rent, dude. I mean, oh my god! Million gosh. a month on rent, and then another. And are you still gonna buy the gold plated uh, countertop? Yeah, I was thinking about that because I think it would be a good touch for the yeah, house. It would sure. just be like a good flex for when people walk in. For like, sure, for sure. When you're cutting your onions on the gold plate countertop, yeah. you get some flakes in your get meal. Get the extra iron in the nutrition. You get the iron in the nutrition, exactly. So like you know, like it's just kind of one of those things. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's always good to get a good deal. Yes. In reality, but yeah, so like that is kind of an interesting. Like, it's all coming together at the mm-hmm. same time. You're going back. I'm going out. Facts. <laughs> We're all going away from Richmond. At a way earlier point than we all expected mm-hmm. to some degree. Honestly, I kind of thought that you guys wouldn't go back to school. Yeah, I know you were heavily thinking that. I just had this feeling. I was like, I was like, no way. Like they, Yeah. But then, like, kind of the sentiment, like, globally changed a bit. Or, See, I... Mm, United States. The thing is, the, the difference between it is, like, I got why you thought that. But I never thought that because, like... I just know that it's all a business. Yeah. And, like, the students are the customers, and I just knew they were not going to lose out on this crazy money. Of, Like, I think it's uh, very possible it turns out terribly, and we yeah. shouldn't have gone back. But, like, I know they're we're going back. Try. I know they're going to make <laughs> us go back. So I just always kind of had that feeling. Yeah, just from a business standpoint. And from a business standpoint, like, they're going to try it. Yeah. Like, not even for the kids' education. <laughs> right, not even for the kids' education. It's just education, like, just we, need, we need to sustain the school with mm-hmm. all these projects we're working mm-hmm. on. Exactly. But I I do think it's very likely something will change before we go. Yeah. Because, I mean, them, the cases are not slowing down. They're not slowing down. It's crazy because we've been talking about, like, like, do you remember the podcast we had? I remember the first one. Where the I was first like, one. Well, I was, like, a couple miles away from, like, a case. Yes. And I, like, at that moment, I was like, oh, my God, there's, like, a chance I got it. Like, I'm, like, three miles away. I was in the proximity. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, I mean, I'm probably, like, 100 meters right. away from right. somebody. <laughs> Isn't it? It's so, it'll be so interesting in, like, many years when they do studies on how the public sentiment and the cases went opposite directions. Yeah. From the... 
Like, you could say that when cases were low, fear was high. Yeah. And now that cases are high, fear is low. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm any different. Like, I just... That's how I... Like, that's just how everyone feels. Yeah. And it's so weird. It is weird. And I, they'll look back on it and be like, yeah, they closed school when there were two cases in Virginia and then opened it when there were 40,000. <laughs> yeah. No, I think this whole pandemic would just be... Not hilarious, but it would be interesting to yes. look back on. Not hilarious, books. but like... But in the history books, like, people will look back at this moment and be like, oh, those people were just crazy. Right. Like, they're so stupid for doing what they're doing. And like, they're just going to look back and be like, what even happened? No, I think it'll that be... That was just like... Like, it was... But I think the chapters will be like, how the 20th century handled it and how the 21st century handled it. Yeah. In the 20th century, they were like, shut it down, clean it up, let's yeah. go. 21st century... We like can run through it yeah like that's just the public just like all right bet <laughs> like people are complaining about wearing masks yeah like well, how is that a thing i don't really know i don't know i don't really know it uh, it'll be so crazy when when it's all done yeah to look back on definitely that'll be a good movie a good movie for sure a good movie <laughs> one thing that i feel like people may want to know about because people keep dming me and asking mm. me are you running are you Yes, I'm running. What are you doing? Bashir and I doing? have been running. Uh, but in particular, I got the Alpha Flies a couple of days ago. So I've been running especially hard recently. Mm. Just doing like things based off power. And just a lot of miles around like 520 area. And oh my god, it feels great. Like really? not just running in the Alpha Flies. Because we're doing an experiment to figure out if the Alpha Flies are faster than the next percent. And the, right. all the shoes compared. Um, which will come out tomorrow, technically, if I can get that. New vid dropping, new vid dropping. New vid dropping, finally. Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, but it's just been interesting because I just feel so fit. Like, yeah. we've been running these miles at 520, and the effort to do it has just felt so low. I'm mm. like, wow, I guess I'm still in great shape. Because, right. like, when I was running that 5K this morning, although it was only, like, uh, 1730, it, I wasn't running based off pace. It was based off power, which is a bit confusing and a little bit too much to explain here. But... It just felt so effortless. I was like, wow. Like, of course, my legs hurt because I've run, like, a lot of fast miles in a row, mm-hmm. three days in a row. But I was like, dang, like, it doesn't feel that bad. So now I'm, like, kind of confident in my shape. I feel, like, fitter than ever because now I know I'm actually pretty fit from all of our training. So what are you going to do with your shape? Hopefully run a good fast 5K. Right. I think that's a goal. Like, I think Bashir and I wanted to run a random mile, and who knows if that'll happen. Who knows? <laughs> but I do want to kind of run a fast 5K at some point, and I think that will be good to shoot for and mm-hmm. keep training for. Yeah, I wonder if you could set something up as we're, like, if we go west to move you in. Yeah. There's a whole lot of runners who like the 5Ks whole lot of runners. between here and LA. <laughs> so the only thing is I'd be scared because I'm like, yeah, those I don't are, really those know. Those dudes the are dirty. Those dudes are dirty. They'll be like, oh, Ryan, time trial? So like 1350? And mm-hmm. I'd be like, huh? No, literally. <laughs> we've, we've heard these statements uttered to us in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> so I, I guess another question for you, which people would probably be asking, is how do you determine what you're doing for running like yeah yeah like i don't know if you get that dm a lot but i feel like that would be a if yeah. someone was on the outside like how do what do you do yeah honestly it's just intrinsic it's mm. like what seems most interesting to some degree like an, an iron man seems cool but like also right now i know i can't commit that much time because that's like 20 hours a week of like exercise right. essentially or more if not more but um like it's basically just whatever is intriguing i just think the 5k is an intriguing event mm-hmm. and, and like, then what about the training and the training right now... Like, how do you pick it, I feel like? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like in the summer's past, I've always had training from a coach. Right. But I've also always done my friend's training. Right. Like, so, like, I'd always, like, hop in with Bashir or hop in right. with Jake. So, I'm kind of doing the same thing without Facts. training right now. Facts. So, like, I don't have training right now, but I'm just, like, 
Like Jake's like, oh, I'm running nine tomorrow. I'm like, okay, fine. He's like, she was like, I'm running a workout tomorrow. I'm like, okay, fine. Like I'll hop in on that. So it's kind of just like whatever's thrown at me and like just kind of getting in some sort of shape to then hone in for the race. Like whenever mm-hmm. I decide to, and then I'd like ask a friend for some training or something like that. And that's when I would like really focus in and figure it out. But like, there's no real race to hone in on yet. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely say like shape for cross country purposes is very, just do the volume. Yeah. It's just to get a the high degree. Up. If you yeah. get the volume in, the shape comes really fast. Exactly. So I'm just trying to get the volume up and whatever it takes. Like, yeah, it's kind of what's going to get me there. <laughs> okay, so Zach, it is June Sam Sham. Like 29. Yes, I don't think we, we we don't have anything after our trip. Like planned? No, no, we don't have we never had a podcast after the trip. Oh, yeah, no. So what haven't. are what are your takeaways from the trip? My takeaways from the trip. We actually discussed this a bit. Yes, we've discussed this a lot, but the uh, podcast we had 24 is hours to discuss it. We drove 24 hours from Boulder to Virginia and we discussed all this stuff. But um, we, we had a lot of different takeaways. I wish I wrote more of them down. I actually, I actually recorded the conversation. I didn't tell you. I just wanted to keep it uh, I think I was, I mean, you I think tell. I was driving and I saw you recording. Yeah, I was trying to be sneaky because I didn't want it to affect your mindset. No, I, I, love, the, I love the sound of the, my voice, you know. I would have said more. I would have said more if I knew that we could look back on it. Wait, that's a good call because I was driving here today. Yeah. And I was like, I did wish I wrote down some of the takeaways. Yeah. Because it feels kind of far away. Yeah, I don't know. Like it was a week ago. It was a week ago, but I think like I remember like one of my takeaways was just uh, one of them was like just like a really small one, but it was just like it was interesting to see how people evolve and change when you live with them. Mm, hold up, hold up, pause. You're the one who told me interesting is just a filler word. Zach. Yes, oh, I did. And I also like, what do you mean? I think it's like uh, really like enriching to spend a lot of time with your friends in different environments. And I think that when you spend time with your friends in environments that are different than you've always spent with them, you get to learn a lot about your friends. Yeah. And like good and bad things always. Yeah. And I think like that's the best part. And I think that we really put all of ourselves in like really interesting, For sure. not interesting, very diverse, diverse, diverse ah. <laughs> environments in which we learned a lot about each other. And like, uh, yeah, I think that like that was just a really cool experience to learn more about my friends, and like I think that's a like a takeaway would be what I learned about my friends. Yes, and it was just like it was great. It was no, great I that yeah. when you said that to me because Zach said that to me in the car as we were driving back, that was not something I thought about, and but yeah. it's super facts. Yeah, and that's really a great one because when you spend, I don't know, twenty days. Yeah, the friends you have, you normally have in a location. Yeah, just the way life works. Yeah. And, but then you only get to p- see people in that light. Yeah. And it either takes a lot of time with people or diverse situations, like you're saying, to really see what, like, every aspect of someone. Yeah. And one thing, and I think travel brings out on a lot travel of Travel does. But I actually was thinking about friends recently, like, mm. just the term friends. And I think that, like, I broke down classes of friends almost a mm. little bit more in my mind. And I think, like, a, a core tier is, like, friends you do things with and then friends you talk things with. Ooh. So this sounds weird, but like, I think that there's certain friends that you like go hang out and do stuff with. And then there's other friends that you maybe used to be friends with. And now you catch up with. Mm. There's like a difference. Like there's, mm. I've realized this with some friends, like I do less with some friends and talk more with them. Mm-hmm. And then I do more with other friends and talk. We, we talk while we do. So wait, so are you saying it in a way that I think that, no, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Are you saying it in a way 
that puts one over the other? Or are you saying I think I think it puts tier? one over the other. Like which I think, one is put over? Which I think one? tier one would be like the friends you do things with. Mm. Like there's friends that like like we travel the country together. Like mm-hmm. we would play spike ball mm-hmm. together. We we actionably text. Like mm. the way we text is like especially like when we're together. Like when we're in we an text. environment where we could be together, we, we text, text and... like spike ball later. Yeah, we don't say hey how have Yo, you been? What's up, bro? Okay. Like what you. Whereas there's other friends that will come over and mm-hmm. you'll chat with them. You'll yeah. like get coffee with them. You'll catch up with them. You'll see how they've been. You see mm-hmm. the projects they're working on. You see all these things. But you don't text them necessarily as much. You mm-hmm. still may text them to do things. But the frequency at which you text them to do things is lesser. Yes. And maybe at one point they were the do things with friends. Mm-hmm. And now but they're now the they're talk things the with. talk things mm-hmm. with because you've done things with them. Mm-hmm. But now you don't have a role for them to do things with. Okay. And I think like that's been an interesting distinction. Getting home, I realized that because like not to call, like not to say this is a bad thing. Because I I don't think it like I just think it shows where they are in your relationship with them. But like my my good friend Brock Brock, he's been on the podcast. I do things with him. Like mm-hmm. he's been on the podcast. Like right. we go to coffee tasting. Right. We do select things together. But he has a life of his own. Like he really has developed himself here. He's starting a gym. He's like literally looking for a lease. He has like thousand tens of thousand dollars worth of equipment at his like at, wow. in, a, in a shed like ready to go he's ready to start a freaking gym wow crazy that's wild crazy that's wild wild he's my age mm-hmm. and um and he's just a busy dude he has a life he has a girlfriend he has a dog they have a place like they have, huh. he has a lot going for him okay but it's less actionable of a friendship i couldn't have asked him to go drive across the country for 20 mm-hmm. days because he's got things he has to sustain he has projects he's working on and not to say that your friends like don't, but like he's moved into a friend group where like we catch up over coffee. Like we get coffee. Right. We talk. We like talk about what we're working on. We talk about, we discuss ideas. Right. You know, but we're not going to be traveling together. We're not going to be, he's not going to be coming over for spike ball. And I think that differs him in an actionable friend and a talking friend. And then like, like Bashir and I, like we think about ideas. We think about Facts. concepts. We do all Facts. this stuff, but we also do spike ball yeah, like yeah, for sure so i think like it just really separates them into tiers like as you get older you may realize that they tear out mm-hmm. and i think there may be new tiers that develop as you get older but especially now i can clearly see two tiers where like maybe he's like just in a further on point of life where mm-hmm. that's just the type of friend he's being. but i think it's always important to have friends that you do things with because like whether you have a girlfriend or a wife or whatever or a husband or a boyfriend um i think that like they might be your actionable friend mm-hmm and you may lose some of those actionable friends. They may be catch-up friends. And I think, like, it's always important to have these actionable friends because they're the people that, like, really are your core. Right. I think they're really your core that, like, you can lean on. Right. I think you could lean on them. And I just think that, like, I don't know how this will develop or change it, but I just think there's a concept that I came to, and I, like, it's I've started to I've realize never heard this. More. I've never heard this. Yeah, I literally came yes. up with it the other day. But it's interesting. I think, like, I, I've kind of realized that, like, this may be a way of thinking about friends. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really need to think about how your friends tier, but I think, for me, I like to think about yeah. it. Yeah. And I just think, like, that's a development I've come to. And it's just important to have those actionable friends. Interesting. And call on to do I'm things. I'm saying interesting. I just hate it on the word. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, that's a great take. Yeah, you're just taking it in with the word. I'm taking it in. I'd say, okay, so this is my take, and I'm going to address your take in my take. Yeah. My take, and like like Zach said, we talked for hours. Yeah. Saying dozens would only be somewhat of an exaggeration because <laughs> we drove that many hours Yeah. about all these things. And I don't know really how to wrap everything in, but one way to me that has wrapped everything in for the trip purposes, I'll yes. take away from the trip, is that I find that things are much less black and white than I think I thought they were. 
Like to other people or to you? No, anything. Yeah, I am starting to feel like nothing is black and white at all. So an example would be confidence and unconfidence, introvert and extrovert. I was just thinking this, how I like how I would think of people, whether they were like us as we were going on the trip or people were meeting on the trip as introverts or extroverts. Given the situation, given the day, people will do different things that just refute yeah the a term being put on them someone i might think is a unconfident introvert will go to a different place yeah what's up and they're all of a sudden totally different and i think that has made me be like okay i think when you words are concrete yeah and i think we like to put words on people but people aren't words so yeah. i think we like to be able to put concreteness on people but i'm starting to believe people are way less concrete yeah than i think like, people are more, they're, they're more dynamic. People are more dynamic. I might be friends, some some people we're friends with, but then like the next day, they don't really, they hate me. <laughs> Weird, I don't know what's going on. Like strange. And how I would bring that to what you're saying is, and this is just my take on it. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah I'm definitely. Not, I, I mean, it's just a theory. It's just a theory. It's theory. My, my, that theory for me is that, I, I don't know, I feel like tearing it is also making it black and white. Yeah. In the sense of, a tear is one is better than the other. Yeah. And I, if I were to tear it, I would definitely tear it the way you are. I wouldn't yeah. say otherwise. But I just... Cause I think it doesn't have to my, be black and white. My only critique of it is sometimes you have friends that are close friends, but you can't do things with. Yeah. So like you're saying Brock is an example, but like if Brock might just be busy. Yeah. And I don't know if that necessarily devalues a friendship because where does friendship... I don't See, no, I don't think it devalues it. I think that it's just a different... Like, it's different. I think, I think that I would put these friends on like equal playing See, fields, okay, and like, that, that's what I I think I, I did wondering. separate them like one and two. Because you did it like this. I did, I did. But I think if you put them parallel, All I right. think they're parallel because like I think it depends on what track they're on at the right. moment. No, I'm... I, I like, I like what I'm you're saying. I'm fully with you. I just... Yes, I just didn't know if you could put it on a yeah. tier of one over the other. Yeah. But it's different. And... Because I just feel like to really put something over it what does a friendship mean? Yeah. You have to have the definition of a friendship. And I think friendship is a word, but it's also an emotion and it's a relationship that might be indescribable. Yeah. So that was addressing yours. But for me, the overall takeaway from the trip is that life is actually way more... Shoot, right now I'd love to say the word interesting, but I yes. can't say the word interesting. Guys, I challenge you to not use the word interesting. <laughs> he does. I personally love the word interesting. I'm going to use it all the time after this podcast. This was, this was inspired by my uh, sister's ex-boyfriend, Shoda. Yes. Shout out to yes. Shout out to Shota. I'll I'll say it like this: Life is a little bit more abundant than it seems. Yeah. Because it's really easy to go through life and just say hard worker, not hard worker; cool, not cool; friends, not friends; yeah, bad and good. But if you challenge yourself to just get the get the feel for something, feel yeah. something out, it actually makes things way more enjoyable to experience. Because, for example, you might not like a food. Yeah. But that's a very concrete thing. Maybe just taste the food and you like it one day and you won't like it the other day. I don't know. I think yeah. it can make life way more abundant. Abundant. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. I like that. That was a great takeaway. Yeah. I gave Zach a takeaway I never said. And Zach gave me a no, takeaway yeah. he had never said. So I think it was pretty fulfilling. Yeah. Another just small takeaway is just how mental things are. Mm. Like I always have thought in, in terms of like how mental things are and like that things are just so mental and you can just really think things out. Like you can just use your mind to will things out. I think on this trip, a lot of times we had to like test that. Mm-hmm. A like, like hiking up, up the mm-hmm. Grand Canyon. Like for us, we could do it. Right. And we knew Cole could do it, but Cole didn't know he could do it. And we could mm-hmm. tell in his mentality that he was not fully mm-hmm. there. Except his body was on the same little tier, a little tier below. Yeah. the The context of this being, we did a hike on the Grand Canyon. It was six miles down, six miles up, 
Except it's a Grand Canyon, so the six mile, miles down were 5,000 feet down. Yeah. And then we had to go 5,000 feet up. A lot. So Zach is talking about the up portion. Yes. And when we're climbing up, you know, it's 100 degrees at the bottom, 80 degrees at the top. 3,000 feet of elevation at the bottom, 8,000 at the top. So, like, it gets easier and harder, mm. and it's kind of a weird event. And, like, I think it's just draining mentally on some people to think I have to hike six more miles up, 5,000 feet of elevation. I think it was really gained our friend Cole. And, yeah. like... And like it was really interesting to see how it played in a direct correlation to the way his demeanor was. Like right. his demeanor just shifted on the way up. On the way down, it was jovial, and then on the way up, what a great word. I mean, like I don't even destitute. Destitute. Yes. Destitute was is the only word. And we've talked about it with Cole. We're not. Yes, we're not, we're not shots. We we love. I think this is just such a good example of like a situation. Like this mm-hmm. is just a the the extreme of a situation and. Just seeing him hike up it, like, I, by the time he got to the top, he was running out. Right. Which which made my mind flip to being like, it is 100% mental. Right. Because the whole time he had the supplies to live, he had the supplies to make it to the top. The whole time he was walking up, he was walking up as if he was about to die. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. This, like, this is, I think this shows more of what Zach is saying. Like, this is also an example of how he's saying it in the sense yeah. of, we're about two miles into this hike. Cole started, like, 10 minutes before us, so we caught him. And passed him. Yeah. So we wait for him as after like we pass him for a certain amount. He catches up about two miles in into the yeah. six mile hike. We have so <laughs> long to go. Many hours. And <laughs> we were warned about the hike. So we had brought gallons of water. Yeah. We had brought a bunch of food because people died. We got to the bottom and they were like, yes, people die on this hike. Yeah. And they were like, they run on food. They run on water. I'm like, well, luckily we have both those things. So we can't die. It's not yeah. possible. Yeah. Like it's not possible. And Cole catches up to us. And the first thing he says guys, this is going to be bad. And and I was like, Cole. <laughs> like, I was getting a little agitated because I'm like, Cole, it definitely will be hard. I was like, I understand it's harder for you. You're a little bit less in aerobic shape than us. I understand it'll be hard. But how's it going to go bad? I'm like, are you dying? Because you can't. <laughs> I'm like, if you, if you die of thirst while you have two gallons in your backpack, then I'm not going to feel too bad. I'm like, yeah, you yeah, should yeah. Be, if you die of hunger while you have food in your backpack, it makes no sense. It'll, I, I was like, I know it'll be hard. It is hard. Yeah. But come on. I'm like, it's not going to be bad. And that was just, his mind was tuned to, uh-oh, something terrible is about to happen. Yeah. When it wasn't actually logically possible yeah. for something terrible to happen, it just would be hard. Yeah. And then, like, it was just so interesting that at the top, after trekking for so long, you know, if you were really about to die, you'd get to the top and pass out. Like, you would mm-hmm. you'd lay down. He runs up. He's like, we're done. We're done. Time to go. I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God. And it's crazy because we were at, in the first two miles, the first three miles, when he's catching up to us, y'all, he's collapsing on the ground. I'm weak. No, I can't do it. Yeah. And, like, it's almost like the coronavirus with the fear and the sentiment. Just as it got harder for Cole, he felt better because he was closer. Yeah. But, like, why was it like that? Yeah. Very mentally weird. Very mentally. So, I just think that, like, it was in, it, that's in a, a situation which kind of shows mm-hmm. how mental situations can be. And I think that, you know, some of the, like, like people we're hanging out with, like, some of the situations we went into, like, if you were there, like, a little bit more mentally confident, like, it portrayed on these mm-hmm. new people. And I think that just, like, the way you approach situations is so pivotal for the way that you approach life and mm-hmm. like every situation can be determined by the way you approach it i agree and like obviously i already knew that to some degree but like i just think this trip had so many examples of where it was so clear yeah where like your mind can just take over i agree i agree and i kind of like harkens back to the law of attraction yes. from last summer but actually that's what we're going to talk about on the next episode 
which will be all about the law of attraction because we kind of talked about it last year. And yes. now our view, my view hasn't changed too much, but Bashir's view mm, has. Really I think come I think around. it'll be an interesting podcast. It'll be an interesting podcast. But this podcast is about takeaways, so I guess another takeaway for me has it was partially because of the trip. Yeah. And partially because of the book I read whilst on the trip, <laughs> which I'm gonna give to Zach, and I know Zach does not like reading things, but the fact that this book has still like been on my mind and I finished it like two weeks ago, I think it'll be worth Zach reading the first half. Anyways, this book was called The Trick to Making Money is Having Some. Yeah. And I bought it for like financial purposes. And it was interesting because it was a very metaphysical book. Like it was highly not financial, which was awesome. Because <laughs> I like reading things not financial, but like I can't go buy things not financial. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it was actually like a cheat code. And anyway, to summarize my feelings about the book and something that I also saw on the trip is that in the book, the author was really big on energies. Yeah. He was really big on energies. He's like, people think things happen because of reasons that they see. And he was like, no. He was basically like, no. Things happen a lot of the time because of things we can't see. And I really did not, like, I really didn't understand like that. But then it started getting me thinking about things in my past, of things where people thought things of me, where I don't think of myself. And I think that happens to everyone, but it's a really weird kind of divergence. And a simple example would be, like, my old girlfriend, she said, wow, but I like your smile is awesome. She really liked my smile. And to me, my smile is just a normal smile, yeah. right? It's, it's not the best smile of everyone in the room. It's not the worst. It's just, it's pretty good. Shout out to my mom. You know, she got me braces and stuff. It's not a bad smile. It's a great but smile. But I think something that harkens onto it is that I would say I have maybe a lot of energy when I smile. Yeah. I put a lot of energy out. And how do you quantify energy? What does that mean? I have no freaking idea. But like yeah. in history, since a lot of people have said that, wow, your smile is cool. Weird, because like I... Physically, to me, it's like a normal smile, but I'm like, I do put a lot of energy into it. Yeah. So I think that energy is behind so many things. And like, we have a friend who will go unnamed who's convinced he can't get girls because he's like, yeah, I'm not that attractive, or maybe I'm not yeah. the right height, or this one and that. And there's so many people that get girls or achieve things and physically might be the same, but their energy changes. And I think I'm starting to realize that you don't need to be anything. Yeah. physically or something that the eyes can see. You just have to be able to put out what you want. Yeah. Like, if you want to be an actor, you might not actually need actor looks. But if yeah. you can put out that actor energy, that's going to take you to where you want in life. And I'm starting to see that. You don't actually have to be smart. But you have to be confident in your smartness. You have to portray the energy of wanting to learn yeah. and wanting to be able to answer questions. You don't actually have to be an extrovert. But you have to have the energy that draws people to you and draws you to people. And you'll be an extrovert. Yeah. So I'm starting to see this kind of goes with the, there's not black and there's not white. You don't have to be any character trait. I don't, I'm starting to feel like you don't have to have any of that. You just have to kind of have that. I don't even know what the word is. The, the energy, the spiritual, yeah, the metaphysical... Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, force behind it, and you can do so much. Yeah. And that's something I'm starting to see on this trip, and, like, just I'm starting to th- see throughout this summer. Yeah, and I feel like some of you guys may be hearing this and thinking, like, energy, like, that's weird. Like, I don't that's know how to, this, this is a word the book is. Yeah, no, and, and I have mm. heard this be referenced, like, many a times. Like, my sister, who's older, like, obviously has experienced things for four more years than I have, and so, like, she's always 
almost served as a point of reference because mm. she's always been like the one that's older, gone into the world, like gone to Thailand, all this. Stuff. So like she's like been talking about not necessarily energies in particular, but like things of that realm. Realm. And I feel like I always like heard her and was just like, she's crazy. Like I think for right. a while I was just like, I think she might just be crazy. And I think I've heard people talk about that in LA a lot. And I feel like in a lot of different places, I've started to hear things about energies and all these different things. And when I was younger, I didn't understand. I thought it was just voodoo and like life is life. Life is as you see it. Right. But I think as you get older, you may start to realize more that like things are determined a little bit more by things that you can't see Mm -hmm. and things aren't necessarily as cut and dry as you may believe. Like Santa... You can't see him, but Santa's there. Right. Like Santa delivers a presence <laughs> to you under fairy your tree. Your like, pres- the yeah. tooth fairy gets some money from under your pillow. Like, of course. Now, that was kind of a bad example. That was kind of <laughs> just, like, stupid. But, uh-huh. like, but like literally, in a literal way, like, I think that, like, you may be hearing this. Mm-hmm. And if you are somebody that doesn't, like, really believe in energies, I think you should just, like, open your mind to it. And, like, not necessarily, like, you don't have to go do more research. But right. I think that, like, hearing it more and more you may be able to draw connections in your life to where mm-hmm. you may have felt like somebody's energy. Like Bashir saying with their smile, you're like, I mean, it may not be like the world's best smile, but like you right. really feel like you that's feel a it. great smile. And like you can kind of take that in and and think about it a bit. Like just mm-hmm. think, like what I'm asking is to think about it. Like mm-hmm. open your mind to it because I personally come from a place of not always thinking that way. Mm-hmm. And now I can definitely think that way. Yes. And the reason being because if you, I'm not even saying I buy into all the stuff I just said. I was just saying I'm seeing my eyes into it. But the reason being, if you really believe into that stuff, and I'll try and make it applicable for like someone that normally watches your videos or something. Yeah. If you're in high school, right, and you want to ask a girl to homecoming, you might think you're not cute enough to ask this super cute girl, right? Yeah. But that's a very like direct way of looking at it. But if you kind of believe some of the things that we're saying or hearing, are you are you if you're an awesome dude, like if you really feel like you're giving a positive effect to people around you, shoot, it doesn't matter how you look, like. If you really start believing into some of that, if you want to do a race and you don't want to run a time, but you're like, uh, you're looking in the mirror, oh, I could never be that type of shape. Yeah. I could never run like that. I've seen people run 1335 in 45 different body types. From <laughs> tall to short, yeah. fat, not fat, that's a mean word, big to small. <laughs> like, I think if you start noticing the things around you, like Zach saying, there's not a real direct relationship. Yeah, Celebrities are not always... The best looking comedians are not always the funniest. Yeah. Rappers don't always have the best lyrics. <laughs> or Singer, the best voice. Or the best <laughs> voice. Singers don't always have the best voice. Yeah. Leaders aren't always the best leaders. <laughs> but they are. And there's yeah. a reason. Yeah. But I'm just saying that maybe the reason is not as direct as it might seem. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we blanket mm-hmm. with terms. Like confidence, right? Which may just be right, like the strength energy, like the mm. energy of strength. I think, and I think power a, and yes, and like positivity. Like I think that like confidence is a blanket term. Like we have constructed many things to describe the world around us, and like if you only believe in the constructs, then you can, you're not seeing what came before it. Mm-hmm. So you could just strip away a layer, and that's just a way of thinking, a way of framing around a it. A way of framing around it. But yeah, we hopefully, got really deep on that. Yeah, hopefully it's not too voodoo, whatever, whatever. Hopefully we didn't just lose like 20 podcast listeners. Right, but I mean, <laughs> I think it was food for thought. And yeah, uh, everyone could be hungry. Thought. I think there were like a lot more takeaways. Like I think we obviously learned a ton from this trip. I think each of us kind of took a lot from it. Um, 
But I think just like going to all these places, seeing all these things, like it can make you feel enriched. Mm-hmm. And I think like this is just a teeny takeaway. I'm, I'm just putting out some small takeaways. It can make you feel enriched. Like touching down in all these places, seeing what this place has to offer, seeing what this city has to offer. But I think at the end of the day, the core of the trip was the three of us in the van. Right. And I think that what I saw of the trip was that like happiness wasn't necessarily derived from the location that we were, but rather the people we surrounded ourselves with and the environment that we created for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that like a big takeaway is that it doesn't necessarily matter where you are. Like you can always kind of create an environment that you right. feel comfortable, happy, satisfied in. And I think that's just like a small takeaway. Although like I may have not liked Boulder as much as California, I still had a great time in both right. places and objectively had equal as much fun. So I think that like, you know, that's just a small thing. Like no matter where you are, whether you're in the middle of Kansas or whether you're in New York City, mm-hmm. you can still have fun. You can still be happy. You can still enjoy things in life. And I right. think just framing it. And then we're kind of framing Definitely, definitely exactly something I would say, just from uh, my subjective experience, my favorite places in the trip were not always the most beautiful, because yeah. we've seen, we saw places where at a point, Beauty. objectively, this is the nicest looking place. Yeah. Places are definitely shaped by people, mm-hmm. to a degree, and wherever you are, because you know, a man's from Cleveland, Ohio, you know, I've, been, <laughs> I've been around the block, you can really have a valuable life anywhere, at any moment, it's just kind of how you look at it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But with that, I guess that'll end our takeaways from this trip. That'll end this podcast. We're going to be way more on a schedule now. It was way hectic. It was super hard. It was band. super hard, but <laughs> we will make it up. Stamp, stamp, stamp. Yes. Especially with Bashir to hold us accountable. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're recording one tomorrow. Yeah. So expect a couple this week. Everything in our lives are becoming more structured again, mm-hmm. which is good for posting on a schedule, both on here and on YouTube and on Instagram and with everything. So just know that we're all going to be a little bit more consistent now, especially now that we're not in a van, which is kind of hard to be consistent. And finally, I want to shout out Cole, L-E-G-G-E-T-T. I don't want to butcher someone's name. Leggett. Leggett. Maybe Leggett. Instagram, Cole Legit. Why am I shouting him out? I'm shouting him out because we said we were going to upload some pods and he messaged me directly. He said, yo, where are the pods at? Like, what (laughs) what are you doing? And although I don't know if he wanted to do it because... He won the pods or he was trying to heckle me. I got to respect it. So I'm shouting him out. Thank you for holding us accountable. Thank we wouldn't you, ask Cole. you to if we would get mad. So definitely respect. Means a lot. Means we a love lot. you all guys because it's amazing that you stick through it with us. You know, we, we go through a lot together. And you guys listening to the pod, getting to the end, means a lot to us. And we just want to let you guys know that we always are thinking about you guys. We actually really like value you guys mm-hmm. so much. And like all the DMs mean a lot. Like we read pretty much every single DM. And although we might not respond, we still like get your feedback. We still get your opinions. And it means a lot to hear. Yes. Thank you guys. Till the next one. Till the next one. Peace.